Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to At A Time, our FPL podcast happening weekly. We've made it through 10 weeks. We're on to the 11th. Some questionable decisions and conversations I had last week. We're going to have to rectify some mistakes, but we are yet to talk about them. Mikhail, how's it? No, my mistake's worse than yours, but also not as bad. But anyways, before we say anything else, South Africa won the rugby. Yes. So, world champions again, back to back. So, now we have to just do it in the cricket, but it's going well. Our form in cricket's also good. But yes, we uh, won the World be- Cup. I see we beat Pakistan by a run. We beat New Zealand two days ago, or yesterday as well, <laughs> by like 190 runs. <laughs> so... Better than in rugby and cricket. Sorry, New Zealand. Back to the soccer. What a shocker. Oh, my gosh. I made one bad mistake. One bad, bad mistake. And it stuffed up my whole game. You know what my mistake was, right? No, you're going to have to remind me. I stuffed up my captain choice. You silly man. You know, that's the thing that you're not supposed to stuff up. But I went for... I was. You had Salah as a captain choice. Sun as a captain choice. Haaland as a captain choice. Any of the three of them would have been great. Guess what I went for? Watkins. <laughs> and, he, <laughs> and he blanked. If uh, I had gone for what? for any of those other three, I would have been right there. I would have passed you, I think. Maybe. Yeah. You. Look, my I'd captain my captaincy choice in Salah wasn't the worst. It just wasn't Holland. Um Son and Salah I think got the same points, so that's fine. Better than Watkins, sorry. Um but nevertheless. Holland was the pick. But my mistake is the day yeah. the, the podcast that I say Taking Diaby out for Bowen. Bowen blanks Diaby scores twice. Twice? One goal, one assist. Ridiculous. A goal and assist, but it's Ridiculous. just unfair because we both talk, took him out. Like I think if we both just left our teams exactly as they were, if I left my captain choice and my team as it was, I would have done so much better. You know, what, you know what it was? Even if you... Yeah, I was going to say that it was the two transfer that we had banked that forced us. I know, yeah. I knew you were going to say that. You think of it as a a little mini wild card and it just stuffs you off. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh, if I don't make a transfer, I lose a free transfer. So let me make a plan yet. Poverty mentality. That's what it is. (laughs) Poverty mentality. (laughs) So, yeah, uh, you took out Sun. How are you feeling about that, my friend? Not as much regrets as I had. Because Madison did give me something. Yeah, you, you did exactly what you said. You were like, Madison's going to score points, just not as much as Sun. And that's exactly and, and Saka got me a point as well for the Son. So, and my, my, it's just Bowen let me down because my thinking was Saka, uh, Bowen, and Adringa give me points that Son would have got. It didn't really work out. I don't know what Adringa was doing. This is what's evolving mm. Salah, Sun. And even and those silly people, Mr. Ridwan, who took out Haaland, they made that mistake. Salah, Sun, and Haaland are emerging as must-haves. And Watkins is on that list too. For yeah, me. yeah. That's why I I made a, a, a big effort to stuff up my team to have those four in. I didn't even get rid of Alvarez yet. But Alvarez is the one that I feel like you also got rid of Alvarez, right? Yeah, I think Watkins in? in my wildcard week, yeah, I took Alvarez out. I, I I understand that now because, but I would only I would I would rather have Sun still in my team if I'm not gonna have because Sun Salah Harland ah even forget about Watkins he's emerging as a possible must have even if he blanked one week but Sun Salah Harland consistency wise even if they blank a week they're gonna haul mm. they're hauling big time yeah so that's the thing I, when Harland scores he scores two. 
It's like, it's just the way it is. Or he scores an assist. I agree with your decision to spread your money out. However... It didn't pay off yet. It hasn't paid off yet. Pastor Angelou has had the best start of any manager ever. Right? He of in the Premier League, he's just flying. He's at the top of the table. Spurs seem to be fixture-proof. There's no tough fixture for them so far where someone doesn't score points. So I really think going with a Spurs player is important. And for me, Sun is out of position on FPL right now. Only good things. Works hard. He's the second highest scoring midfielder in the game just behind Salah. I understand why you don't have him because you have Saka instead. That's yeah, the thing. Yeah, yeah. I cannot fit Saka in my team. What do you think about Nketiah as a, a Saka overflow? So I think it's going to play up to the same situation as a Diaby and Watkins. Because um, uh, Jesus is... Is he injured at the moment? Um, and in He's Ketia... injured on the sidelines, but he's not fully injured. He's kind of like hobbling a bit and he's carrying an injury so i think this hat trick from nketia probably just tease him up to start becoming just start popping off in form um uh, a problem is nketia played midweek and jesus wasn't even on the bench but this arsenal lost against west ham so, so we who scored soccer bowen. oh bowen oh well there you go <laughs> Hopefully he carries his form over into the weekend. No, but look, if you're thinking of Saka, if you're thinking of an Arsenal asset and you can't afford Saka and you have space on your front line, the thing is, I just don't see how you can fit in Nketiah if you already own Haaland and Watkins because your money should be put somewhere else in your midfield and defense. I have the money. You show me the money. Because Alvarez is like selling for seven. Oh, uh, no. I forgot. You're one of the few that have three flipping forwards. <laughs> Everyone exactly. else is two forwards. So then I wouldn't say it's a bad shot at all to dip your, your dip your hands into Arsenal because um, Actually, you're not no, going to get It may be better for me to swap out Alvarez to a, sh- um, a cheap mid that gives me a, a bonus 2.5 and somehow find a way to Saka in my midfield. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Might be the option. Because Saka is kind of also, he's 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 not the big three, Salah, Sun, and Haaland. He's like in the Watkins level to me, that he could pop off at any time. He's consistently playing. He's part of the attack. So I I don't know how I'm going to do that. But uh, yeah, we had an interesting week, and you you're climbing the ladder there, and I'm climbing Slowly, and, and, yeah. falling and climbing and falling, but I still feel like you're in, uh, you're in sniper range. It's the one one good captain choice away from beating you, which is why let's talk a little bit about captains. I'm thinking about shooting myself in the foot and kill, captaining Watkins again. Have we not learned anything from game week ten? Um, I don't mind it. Um, I don't think it's a bad idea considering he blanked. And if we're saying he's going to be a staple pick going forward in the rest of the season, picks like this. Have a good game week. Have a good game week. Blank. Have a good game week. The downside is he's playing away from home, and Nottingham Forest are also a very tight defensive team. However, they beat Chelsea. Aston Villa didn't play midweek. That's number one. So okay. they're fully fit, rested, ready to they're go. Fresh. 
Number two, he didn't pop off against uh, a last week where we expected him to against Luton. So while everybody else was scoring, he's not scoring anyway. So he's primed to come back with a haul. And if I captain, we're gonna like the, you gotta help me with the math here. Does this really help me to captain Watkins? If you captain Haaland and he Haaland holds and Watkins holds, does it make a difference? No, it doesn't. But you, we got to think who. Yeah, well, that's the thing. You're assuming Watkins holds and Haaland blanks is the only reason why you differential. On that though, I will throw in Salah into the mix and quickly say. Just based off what we've had last week, I think Luton did a good job at containing Watkins. I think they'll do the same thing to Salah on the weekend. If you had left a captain to set and leave this whole season, who would have been the best captain choice? So far. Between if, Salah and Haaland and Son. So from game week one to now, it's Salah. Exactly. So maybe we should just be leaving our captain on Salah and forget about it. No, I don't play that kind of game. <laughs> Tell you, Vaughn, that I'm just you can saying, do that. I'm just saying, Salah is the highest scoring player. He's most consistent. He's playing Luton. I don't know who to captain. I'm probably going to just try and figure out who you captaining and, and try and match you because I, so I don't fall too far behind you. Mm-hmm. Well, And hope my differentials pull me up. So I'm about to tell you, and then you can have inside information. You're going to captain Holland. I know that. You're going to well, Holland. obviously. He just scored two goals and he's playing Bournemouth at home. Who wouldn't captain and, Holland? And he was rested midweek because he didn't have a fixture because he wasn't in the Carabao Cup because Newcastle knocked him out in the last round. I will vice-captain Salah, though, on the chart that Holland doesn't play. <laughs> I'm going to keep Alvarez for this week. Uh, I don't think I'm going to make the move to Eddie now or a weaker striker because it's Bournemouth and I feel like if there's any time it would be good for Man City to have both of them this is maybe the last good week and then you can consider selling uh, Alvarez after that let's look at the fixtures because no, well, before that because we're on this topic so what's your transfer plans then what are you doing this week I, me I don't have any plans I just go with my gut and then make mistakes basically for me it's kind of like I I'm leaning towards doing nothing, but I have Botman and Udogi flagged, and I wanted to get rid of Botman and Alvarez to fit in either an Eddie Nketia and a, a good defender. I might uh, match you for Anderson because Crystal Palace are about to go into their form fixtures now. They got Burnley, Everton, Luton, West Ham, Bournemouth. Yeah, it's so, my madman mentality. I'm taking Anderson yeah. out. You what? No, I'm joking. <laughs> what I'm actually going to do though <laughs> is that I'm taking Burnout for a like-to-like swap to Tsubikas. Tsubikas. You know okay, why? Hold on. You know why? Why? Let me tell you why. why? Tsubikas clean sheet over the last two game weeks. Robertson's yeah, out. We told, we knew this. Robertson's we knew injured. This, I know, but he's down. He's there. He's showing Klopp that he can start, so he's going to play. And he's 4.6. Bot- uh, Burn is 4.6. Burn's got Arsenal. Newcastle have a lot of injuries now. A lot of injuries. That Trippier, that Trippier pick isn't looking too spicy anymore. They, I think they're gonna, concern, the forms are going to drop a little. My only concern is he did play midweek. He wasn't substituted at all. But the only person who would substitute for him is Gomez. And Gomez played on, as well. But he played on the other wing. No, well, Trippier so, will play this week. He'll start. It's Arsenal. But he'll come off at 50 minutes. At 
it's Simikas and Gomez for Liverpool. Oh, oh. they're playing. So yeah. I Simikas played ninety minutes midweek and they beat Bournemouth. I just worry about that, but there's no one else to come in for him. Yeah, Simikas is like a gusto, that he's fit. He'll just run. He'll run forever. It's fine. He'll start. Yeah, but why didn't we bring him in when he was four point four? Because I was getting clean sheet points for Dan Byrne. <laughs> I didn't have to bring him in. I got 12 points for Byrne. I got 6 points for Byrne, a blank, and then 6 points. I'm lucky. It's the town now. Town yeah, now. you might be... Um, you have a good point there. That might be the best transfer to just hit a one trans, one and done transfer uh, and not say... And just get that extra player playing because... Yeah, you don't want to back. Do you back? Do you back Newcastle against Arsenal? That's the thing. You don't back them to keep a clean sheet, bro. I back Newcastle to win. Okay, actually, Newcastle have struggled against the biggest teams. So if I was gonna back anybody, my money's on Arsenal for that game. Mm. Just because Newcastle seem to be doing really well against most teams, coming just short against the bigger teams. However, Newcastle did play against. Um, they did play against Man. Okay, but Man United is that a big team? We'll talk about that in a bit. <laughs> but yeah, they just beat Man United three 0 and Man United supporters are now, uh, and we're building up to El Classic, El Sakico. El Sakico. El Sakico in December, Chelsea versus Man United on the Wednesday, the sixth of December. El Sakico. Whoever loses that game gets the manager fired. gets fired. I agree. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Two of, the, okay, so, two of arguably the worst form Premier League teams at the moment. But we'll not go down that rabbit hole. Let's just talk a little about United now quickly. Before that, they, I need to brag because I'm third in our mini league. You are. You are. Because you're seventh. Choice, I would have been, been second if I captained Haaland. Because of my captain choice, because of my steady climb to glory. What are you talking about? RTG. Yeah. Road to glory. Sunless. You are sunless. I am sunless. The I have sun no children. <laughs> no sons. <laughs> you are sunless. I'll hold you to that one. That's my only hope. That sun keeps banging them in and hauling big. And it Actually, bites me in the ass. Yeah. By that logic, I should just be captaining sun every week. Because it's go. not only my differential. But, but uh, I will say, based off how Chelsea have lined up for the weekend, I don't think we're going to win, but it's fine. Madison might be better because he does the long-range shenanigans. Chelsea's pretty compact unless you cross over them. So, Do you remember when I told you what the score was going to be last week? You said Chelsea versus Brentford, and I said my exact words. You can go, y'all can go listen back. My exact words are, we losing that game too now. I just knew it. I just, you just know we're playing Brentford, we're losing that game too now. So what, 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 do you say for, what do you say for Spurs, Mike the Great? I know exactly what's going to happen. It's going to be a draw. Uh, it's going to be a it's going to be a very feisty draw. Chelsea are going to be leading most of the game, and then Spurs are going to come back, and Sun are going to eat the goal. It's either going to be a draw or Spurs late steal. One, Chelsea... one one or two two. Another mm. Arsenal situation. We're going to carry uh. up. We're going to close out the game until the 80th minute, and we're going to kick the ball away, and we're going to concede two goals in 10 minutes. Is that what's going to happen? I think two two. The reason I say that is because Spurs fear nothing, and Sanchez makes me scared. <laughs> And Chelsea are desperate. Yeah. And because of that, I think they're both going to play very attacking football to try and get the points. And they're also going to be some fire. It's going to be a fiery game. It's Monday night. And I'm off work 
one of my jobs. Yo. So I get to watch the game. Stay up late, drink so. some booze. Uh, the celebrate games booze. Like, like, the game's at lunchtime for me, bro. Hey, bro. It's 12 o'clock somewhere. Hey, I'm um, sit in the pub by myself and drink. Okay, let's talk about United. Wait, 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 wait. Before that, before that. So Chelsea, so Chelsea, I wanted to say something. The, the quick Chelsea podcast. All right? No, no, we can go. Quickly, Chelsea, quickly, yeah. quickly. If we weren't winning our Carabao Cup games, we would be in relegation zone this year. True or not? I think well, the momentum the, the, of the Carabao Cup games is keeping us... Oh, is that what you mean? You yeah. are 100% correct. Yeah. The momentum of the Carabao Cup games is keeping us happy to some degree that we're not falling into ourselves like a black hole eating itself. I'd argue okay? that we need to win that trophy. Oh, and I'll argue that if we win that trophy, we're still rubbish. Because you can't <laughs> win the Carabao Cup and finish 12th, 13th, 14th in the Premier League and be like, yeah, success. It's not success. Okay. So you're saying Pochettino is a World Cup group manager. He he only likes the group stages. He doesn't know how to play. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with Pochettino. I think he's an okay manager. This is all part of our new we will rebuild. The problem is that there were many players we could have bought that were, bought that were over the age of 25 that could have steered this ship in the right direction. We will we will this, rebuild incorrectly. There's a, this there's insistence a... of of building, buying young players on long contracts means, number one, no player is incentivized to actually solidify themselves because they can always do it next year. Because I'll just, just backseat, bro. Yeah, seven years. Why am I working hard? Relax. I want to keep no, myself no, prolonged. No player has anybody in an attacking sense to congregate around. Like, when, when Mourinho's here, he brings Drogba back and he wins the league. Okay? Mm, mm, mm. What, what we do... Conor Gallagher is one of our oldest outfield players. Conor Gallagher and Sterling. That's not... There needs to be a mix of experience here and they've gone the wrong way. But that didn't so, well me. You just said that. And it's like, yes, Gallagher's great, but Gallagher's dirty work. Like, he's not a star. Yeah, like, he shouldn't, the flair. He shouldn't be at when Sterling's off the field and Silver, not counting Silver, he shouldn't be the oldest, most experienced player. A player who I love, but who is only starting to show the best of himself at Chelsea, who's had loan moves to other clubs where he's shown himself the best, and who's kind of almost fighting for the captain ban off Reese James. That's not who you want as your your star player, leader, uh, mature, forward-going player. We don't have anybody else to take that role. Enzo well, could be that role if he could actually just shoot the goal into the nets. Well, maybe maybe Chelsea's just bad luck because we get rid of Tamori. He's doing great at AC Milan. We get rid of Rudiger. He's doing phenomenally at Madrid. But bad luck on Chelsea. Every time you put on a Chelsea shirt, it's like the goals move while you're shooting. <laughs> I've seen Palmer... Go towards goal and shoot and miss by inches. I've seen. I don't know if you saw that. Madueke, uh, Madueke. He he did a little... shot in the top post. <laughs> like anywhere else in the world, the players get the ball in the net. At Chelsea, there's a curse on us. Someone put some Muti there by Chelsea. That's Drogba and his ancestors. When he left, he was like, no one's gonna score more goals than me. No, I'm telling you, something is something is very wrong. That it's not. I don't even know how to how to describe what is wrong at Chelsea but it's just ridiculous yeah. but guess what talk to me we've entered out of time <laughs> <laughs> and we'll make a 180 back into FPL 10 minute hot take let's go alright but talk Man about I'll talk about Man, oh, yes, Man United, Man United. Man United. Okay. I have okay. to talk about I'll this. give you a Man United 
one minute. Everybody's talking about Ten Hag. Everybody wants Ten Hag out. Everybody's unhappy with Man United. I wouldn't touch any of their assets with a 10-foot stick. So, <laughs> from an FPL point of view, I'll just say this. I don't think Ten Hag is a bad manager. I, I also don't think he's done his best to solidify his... Himself, yeah. The way... His style, style of football. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time... There's problems at Man United that are bigger than just Ten Hag. And I don't think firing the manager is really the answer. This is the problem. They just see the manager in the front. So they the, he's the face. So they don't worry about anything else. They just talk to the manager. You want to ask me... The, the mistakes that he has made is like, why did, he, why did he want to buy Mason Mount? Yeah, that's a little bit stupid. Mason could have sat at Chelsea still, and I think he would have been fine at Chelsea this year. Under I think Chelsea, Mason Mount would have been better off at Chelsea. Chelsea would have been better off with Mason Mount. Man United would have been better without Mason Mount. It was this. It was a kind of silly transfer. It might come good in the future, but right now... I think he regrets his, it. His hard work isn't really paying off because it doesn't matter how hard Mount works, if he's... He's not displacing Bruno a, Fernandes. He's, if he's in a team where the where Rashford is not scoring and the forward player can't play with the wingers because he's not getting the ball and, you know, there's all this off-the-field drama. I feel bad for Man United. So I'm looking forward to Chelsea versus Man United because every time Chelsea lose, Man United lose too. And every time Chelsea win, sometimes Man United steal a, a victory. We kind of we feel like we're even, Steven. This all teams. comes back to the roots of your friendship back with the boys in Braylon. There's some weird connection between Chelsea and Man United going on. It's the battle of the decade. I can't wait for El Sakiko. But anyways, we'll go to the fixtures that are coming up. Let's preview the weekend, uh, which segues perfectly, because guess what the first match on Saturday is? Man United versus Fulham. First match of the weekend. I'm expecting Man United should um, probably lose that game because they are still trying to recover from being battered by Newcastle and Fulham at home. Can I tell you an ideal, early an ideal situation for you this weekend? Mm. It's to start your, your Saturday off with a Man United defeat. You're celebrating, you're mm. loving life. Then Watkins captain balls in the middle of the game week. You're living life, you're living large. Then in your Monday, Chelsea defeats Spurs. What a weekend! Imagine. Is that your predictions? Uh, I that's it's that's not my bad. fantasy. I mean, that's my fantasy. It's not gonna happen. I don't. Chelsea away from home against a good Spurs team. Forget about it. Just uh, sit back, enjoy. For, just sit back. I'm gonna enjoy the game. I'm not gonna get angry. Chelsea not fighting, fighting to get into Europe. We're just fighting to stay off, off relegation. You know, just chill. It's chill vibes. I will be. Um, I will be happy with the draw. I'll be okay with a loss, and I'll be astounded if we win. I but you okay? You you agree with me that no Man United assets are necessary? Nah, unless Rashford but bangs in a hat trick and then comes no, back and scores two goals again in the next week, I don't think it's a point. But no Fulham fixtures are necessary either. So it's one of those if Players. where you wanting to take a punt on a player, you could probably Paulinho. But also, eh, not really worth your money. Keep it, uh, keep in mind, uh, Fulham played midweek, but they won their game against Ipswich Town. So both teams are going to be slightly tired because they both played yesterday and they're both opening. So it could be quite a... I, I wouldn't be surprised if there's quite a few goals in that game just because both teams are going to be tired. But 
Fulham's at home and they're coming off a victory versus Man United away and they're coming off lots of negativity. And this could be like another coffin in the Ten Hag, uh, you know, towards that El Sakiko. Another nail like in another, the Ten Hag coffin, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, <laughs> let's talk about Brentford. What the son of a Brian and Buemo is going on? <laughs> this man blanks for the longest time and then all of a sudden 13, 14, two holes back to back. Okay, but you can't bring him in because he's got the worst fixtures coming up ever. So, is he a one-hit wonder? I don't know. He's like one of the highest-scoring midfielders. No, I know, just... but that's only because of his hole. Like he, he gets sixteen points, then he blanks, then he gets eight, then he blanks, 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 then he gets fourteen, then he gets thirteen, and then it's like, well, that's my points. So it's like I'm I'm not touching Brentford. I'm waiting for them to if they if he hits a run of form. Maybe, but I'm not after Arsenal. That. After Arsenal, look at him after Arsenal. He's got a good FDR after Arsenal. And uh, Crystal Palace, do you think it's a wise decision to move in Anderson now? I know he's more expensive than when you brought him in, but he's been giving you those clean sheets. I will Was respond to that. Twelve points after this phone call. Might have to quickly read. Never mind. They hang up. I don't care. Um, Anderson. I'm gonna cut away. Um, I don't think it's the worst idea to pull him in. Um, what is he sitting at now? He's at five-ish. Yeah, it is five, a bit steep. Five, five on the dock, but he's giving you clean sheets. 60 every well, week. Well, this is the thing. Crystal Palace are parking the bus. So we got we got Everton. Oh, we got um, Burnley this week. Everton next week. Luton the following week. Uh, West Ham will be I'm the tough one. But for those three weeks, why not? Why not? I think so. What about Brighton? Because I went Matoma. You went Adringa. Are you... Uh, are you still regretting. hoping that comes good? Yeah, I don't regret the move yet. I want to give him another week. Like I said, I'm not changing my midfield this week. I'm going to do a Dan Burn swap out. So I do think that he can do something. Um, I will revisit that after the Sheffield at home game. I'll see how he performs there. So I'll keep for two more weeks. And then from there. Yeah, I'm... I'm I also... Matoma didn't work out last week. But I'm still hoping the green means... Uh, the turn of fixtures. Man City versus Bournemouth. We're just saying Captain Haaland is the most yeah, obvious thing. Guys, don't try and be fancy this week. Just Captain Haaland. Do yourself a favor and, and just either haul with everyone, don't haul with anyone. Be safe like this week. <laughs> uh, Sheffield versus Wolves is kind of like a nowhere game. Sheffield, shame. They've conceded so many goals. But Wolves... It's like... It's, it's when, uh, you know, the one team can't score and the other team can't can't keep conceding so like they, they'll cancel out and be a no no draw at Sheffield versus Wolves yeah. but here's the big one boy what do you think Newcastle versus Arsenal that's actually going to be such a good game to watch I think Arsenal 4-1 you I think they're going to blow them gonna away I think score 7 goals and you're going to be sitting there going no I do I really think so because I think Newcastle are going to start struggling they've got a lot of injuries a lot of their back line is tired um, so I think Arsenal's going to win that game. I don't disagree, but I do think is it's going to be the best game the to highlight. watch that day. Yeah. It's going to be so good. It is. Um, it will be. Villa, I'm hoping for Watkins Hall. Uh, both Sunday's games are against promoted teams, but they're at home. But I'm assuming Liverpool and Villa will steamroll both those teams, right? That's the assumption. Just now Luton surprised us with a 1-0, and I'll be happy with that too. It's okay. only against Chelsea that they can beat. I'll be happy with that for takes... football, but not for the summer captain. Or the and summer. then, as at a time starts running, the referee's looking at his watch. Chelsea versus Spurs. 
It's it's the battle of the toilet seats. What's it, what, is that what, what we call uh, Tottenham Stadium? Is it the toilet seats? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think if this picture was on the cards three years ago, four years ago, it would be fire. Now, meh, Chelsea. I think it's still fire because it's I think fire, Chelsea going to be like the London Chelsea, derby. Still a London Chelsea derby. Chelsea do really well against big teams. Okay, they and apparently well. away they from Stamford Bridge, they don't win, but they do well. And Spurs are on fire and on form, so that's why I'm saying, like, this is going to be a lit game. But I'm I'm done. I'm done hoping Chelsea win. I want to relax. I want to see Palmer do things. I want to see Sterling run around and fall and smile. I want to see Sanchez make a mess up. I want to see uh, James on the field and get injured and taken off with a stretch, uh, stretcher. Record that snippet. It's going to be happen this week on Monday, and then you're going to see, it. and then we're going to be like, yeah. Can I Glass just say, all of Chelsea's positive results come from them being away from home. <laughs> so maybe they surprise us. Maybe they surprise maybe. us. But let's say I'm not, I'm not holding in. But that's all we have time for today. Oh, my gosh. It's another crazy game week. I hope I move ahead of Mr. Nate the Great there, but I might not. But we'll that's see. okay. We'll but see. everybody, thank you for listening to us. Have a great week. Nate, sign us off. Yes, cheers, everyone. Don't forget to like the video, subscribe if you can, and follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Not Instagram, just Twitter X. I'm panicking because the time's running out. Thank you. Love you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> the the blew the whistle. Time's up. <laughs> cheers, guys. Cheers. Chelsea are relegated. <laughs>